This is a broadcast of SmallCapVoice.com, a financial communications and investor relations firm. SmallCapVoice.com receives payment for investor relations and financial consulting services that it provides to its clients. You should assume that officers, directors, and employees of SmallCapVoice.com or financial analysts mentioned and their families hold a position and intend to trade in these securities for their own accounts. This is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell securities. Information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be nor should it be construed as investment advice. As in all investments, an investment in a featured company carries an investment risk. Listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This broadcast does not purport to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used and statements of fact have been obtained from the featured company and other sources but not verified nor guaranteed by smallcapvoice.com as to completeness or accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice. You're wired in smallcapvoice.com. Following is a presentation of smallcapvoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support. Now, with your online business briefing, smallcapvoice.com's Stuart T. Smith. Welcome back, everybody, to another online business briefing brought to you by smallcapvoice.com. As you just heard, I'm your host, Stuart Smith, and we are going to shine a spotlight on some of the smartest and freshest plays here in the market today. Today, we're speaking with... Well, I'm going to get to that. Let me start at the beginning of it. If you go to the news October 19th, 2018, you'll see that Bahamas Development Corporation completed a merger with Global Consortium Incorporated. Now, Global Consortium Incorporated will be doing business as Cannabis Consortium. So today we're speaking with the CEO of Global Consortium Incorporated, DBA, Cannabis Consortium. That's Matt Dwyer. And very soon, Matt's going to give us this update as well. There will be a ticker symbol change on this, but currently the ticker symbol is on the OTC, ticker symbol BDCI. With that, let's welcome Matt to the show. Matt, how are you today? I'm doing great, Stuart, and you? I'm doing great, thanks. Now, how did I do there? Did I did I nail that, or is there some clarification you need to give us on who the company is today? No, so far, you've got it. Nevada Corporation, Bahamas, changed to Global Consortium actually last Friday, and we acquired our company we owned about 20% of called Global Consortium also, so that's our wholly owned subsidiary. Both operate as Cannabis Consortium, and our wholly owned subsidiary has recently filed to change its name to Global Consortium Holdings because we're going to take all our operations and put it under the holding company. Well, that's what we want to talk about today is those operations because they've grown exponentially here in 2018 and there's a lot to cover. But let's go ahead and hit some of the hottest stuff first. And in the news recently, the company gave an update on its harvesting activities this week, which began and will be completed by this Friday. But you also gave a very important outlook for the next harvest. Let's talk about this part of it. Let's go deeper into these harvesting activities. Go ahead, Matt. All right, well, where we are right now, uh, we can plant in Colorado twice a year. So our next plant is end of March of 2019. So we have a lot of prep work. We have some land to till. We have greenhouses. We've got seedlings. 
all that prep work needs to get done. From the money we're going to make from the initial harvest and probably some little additional election capital we'll take from one of the other operations, we'll be able to plant 150 acres the next go-around. We're netting about 100,000 an acre if we just sell it as biomass. If we process it one step into CDD isolate, it'll become 200,000 an acre. And then if we take it a following step and turn it into oil, it could generate as much as 300,000 an acre. So our profit from the next plant of 150 acres will more than enough to cover the entire 600-acre farm in on the one section of land because we have an option of, an, of another 800 acres. So let's take that. So the first plant, 15 acres, let's just do simple math, 100,000 an acre, 15 million net. Take that 15 million to subtract what we need to plant for 600 acres, and we'll plant that in July, I believe that goes in the ground, and then that will then generate 60 million, so 60 million, 15 million, 75 million just off the farm next year net. Outstanding. Well, that's what we want to talk about is where the company's preparing to be in 2019. And that has to do with the legwork done here in 2018. So let's talk about that merger that I discussed at the outset of this interview. Uh, Why was this such an important move? I mean, obviously, in the press release and listeners go back to that October 19th, 2018, using that ticker symbol BDCI. uh, There's a lot of assets with Global. Let's talk about this merger and why it was so important. It puts everything into the Pubco. The Pubco owned originally 51% of its subsidiary at that point, Global Consortium. We originally were looking to get a partner for oil. I never really set out to be where we are today. It kind of happened by a dumb luck and accident at the same time. I happened to be somewhere when a call was happening, heard it, say, hey, I need to talk to that guy. And his name is Tom Rowland. I call him the MJ Ninja. Me and Tom got to talking. We then bought a extractor to get into the the oil business, into creating a cannabis distillate. And we started talking a little bit more. And I, he had a company called Indulge. He was going to take uh, public in Canada. They gave him a seven million dollar valuation. And I said, uh, Well, why don't we just go ahead and buy that over here? So we bought that. We got that at a discount. Um, and through Tom and his connections, we got to infuse edibles. And then we signed a master license agreement with that. And then that morphed into, okay, we're just going to buy the company. So we bought the company at the end of May. So in May, we acquired Indulged and Infused. Then uh, in June, we started the farm. But the public company only owned a small piece of it. So we decided that we were going to roll everything. It was a decision. Do we take? Uh, global public on its own, or do we roll it into Bahamas? So it's just easier to roll it into Bahamas. But over the time, the farm has had been planted. Now it's being harvested, and we're ready to do the next 15 acres. So the value of the farm went up. Indulge oils, although that's tied to the building in California, where we now have three extractors sitting waiting for our CO. We have several uh, layers of intent to produce oil, lots of oil, as a matter of fact. So the value of that company went up exponentially. And we we kind of discounted the value because it's it's really hard to put the true value on it because the numbers become uh, a little bit crazy. And then infused edibles, 
uh, actually goes up in value because we're bringing in white label deals that are subject to us turning on the extractors in Sacramento so we can do the THC along with the CBD. So when we factored all that together, the value of each one of those entities went up, and that's why it was important to get them into the public company now before they keep going up. Because uh, as of yesterday, uh, in 15 days in California, you can no longer do white label deals anymore. So the value of our licenses just went up. Uh, they probably just doubled in value. Well, that is another reason why this is a great time to be talking with you with those uh, licenses doubling in value potentially. Now, continuing with the merger, you made a statement in that PR based on the assets and operations being acquired. Everyone felt the company should see an increase in its value rather than prematurely file for a reverse stock split, obviously. Music to the ears of any shareholder, but can you expand on that? By old business sense, anybody who was in the position of being in charge of Bahamas development and rolling in global would have done a reverse split. There's no way any company was going to bring their company in, issue the amount of shares we had to issue to acquire global, and not do a reverse split. It just wouldn't have happened. But the main shareholders are myself, Tom, and a few other people from uh, Global, so we decided the value of the company, the public company, has to change. It has to appreciate what we're bringing in. So we said, all right, let's not do a reverse split and, and see where the market goes, because eventually the market's going to catch on to where we're at, because we're way ahead of a lot of other companies that are trading at a much higher multiple than us with a much higher float. And we only have Last time I uh, looked, 109 million shares at uh, Seedco, so we only have 109 million shares trading in the actual market right now, which is pretty small for a small-cap company. So we, we figured we would roll the things in and let the market dictate where the value of the company should be. Now, it's kind of hard to do that because we haven't gotten the financials filed, so when we file the third quarter financial, it'll be a consolidated report, so it'll include, uh, well, the farm hadn't produced any revenue yet, so be, unfortunately that side will be expenses. Revenue from Infuse indulges is just an asset on the books right now because we haven't gotten the CO, but there will be revenue on the books uh, from uh, Infuse. So we're hoping between that, between the name change being done, and the assets in the company, that the market will begin to take notice and go, hey, this actually is a cannabis company, not a company that wants to be a cannabis company, but actually is one now. All right. Well, that gives a lot of depth to that statement in the press release. And that's really what we're here to do, listeners, is to add some color and some details to these press releases. Now, several times the company has stated some pretty extreme revenue for 2019. How are you able to make these claims? And what are the odds that the company comes close to these numbers, Matt? Well, the majority of that, we've stated about $100 million for 2019. And the majority of that revenue is obviously going to come from the farm. So we were projecting about $75 million to come from the farm for 2019 based off the two crops. After that, we project that uh, Indulge will generate about a million net a month. That's another $12 million. So that takes up to about $87 million. They actually do a little bit more than that. Uh, then we have Infuse, which will be in the THC market by that point with its CBD, so let's just put infused at five, that's about 92, 
And then we have other acquisitions, white label deals and partnerships that we haven't disclosed yet. And we have another company, well, another location in California for retail and consumption, which is still going through the process of where it's being weeded through. We keep making the next cut, um, and we're hoping to get issued those licenses in the next uh, month or two. And once those come on board, um, then we'll be able to have that, both the retail and consumption side, operational for next year as well. Uh, and that will bridge the difference. So those operations there will generate combined at least $100 million for 2019. Well, listeners, once again, you know who we're speaking with. We're speaking with the CEO, Matt Dwyer of Cannabis Consortium. That is the DBA for Global Consortium Incorporated, the company that finished its merger with Bahamas Development Corporation earlier in the month of October. You can find all this out by using the ticker symbol BDCI. Matt, I want to thank you so much uh, for coming on the show. But before I move into that thanking, let me also tell everybody, go out and visit in indulgeoils.com, infusededibles.org. There's a lot of ways to get to know this company. And of course, you can reach out to the company directly at cannabisconsortium.net. Matt, thanks for your time today. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it, always. Now, listeners, I want to let you know we are going to be doing a shareholder Q&A with Matt in the next couple of weeks. Please email in your questions to smith at smallcapvoice.com. That email address is at the bottom of this press release. For Matt Dwyer, this is Stuart Smith saying thanks so much for listening. Smallcapvoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support, provides its clients with the highest level of service. Our audio interviews are disseminated to one of the largest opt-in audiences available today. How? We at smallcapvoice.com believe in aligning and affiliating ourselves with other leaders within the investor relations community. By sharing resources, each affiliated firm is made that much stronger and each client is served that much better. Our focus is to identify and provide the very best financial services and solutions available to clients and their shareholders. For more information about our services, please call us at 512-267-2430 or visit us on the web at www.smallcapvoice.com.